detective. Thrill me. All right, thanks for joining us again. Maddie. you're finally back, mate. I'm back. You've returned from the wilderness <laughs> to cover the first part of the Kill Bill pairing. What now, a treat. <laughs> before we get to it, Maddie, you haven't been around for a while, so give us a rundown. You've been up in the hills training with a mysterious master for <laughs> last yeah. six months or something. And Love Island has still been on the menu, so... <laughs> I'm sorry about that. Which everybody. is this, UK or which Love uh, Island? I don't know. I'm not paying much Any attention. It's only a background. <laughs> Apparently, they're allowed to hook up with each other. I missed it. I was on my phone. I was playing with your friends. It's a bit odd. Um, so, what else you got? I've got, I've got a, a few of the stuff, some of the stuff that you guys have been talking about on the pod as well. So, the Hernandez one, I loved watching yeah, that. That's that was crazy. Really cool. uh, so, I started watching this show called Daybreak, which is a, a zombie one, but it was. Yeah. I didn't like it. It was too. too too much uh, of a teenager focus, I think. It, I just got a bit bored. Rick and Morty, I started that again. So that's good, the new season. I watched Bullethead. Bullethead? Have you guys heard of this one? No. So it's um, it's Adrian Brody and John Malkovich and one of the lesser Culkin brothers with uh, Antonio <laughs> Banderas. Yeah, it's a movie. It's like 2017, but it's... Um, and it's a and a, and a dog. It's basically a, a pit bull. So it's like the only other right. non Cujo dog movie that I've seen. Yeah, it's, it was okay. It was okay. It was. Uh, it's basically them. Um, they've pulled a heist and now they're hiding out. One of them's a drug addict, so he's a bit itchy to to get about. And uh, Banderas plays a. You're assuming some sort of uh, a dog trainer. He's got fighting dogs and he's got this warehouse that's being protected by pretty much Cujo. Oh, <laughs> right. Okay. So it's okay. It had some good bits in it. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah, it wasn't too bad. It was. I think it was a bit of a waste of John Malkovich, but anyway, it, was, it wasn't too bad. I watched a um, comedy Sick Note, which has um, Rupert Grint in it. Oh, yeah. yeah. That also got... Um, started that. It's uh, got the big Don Johnson in it? Yeah, yeah, he's in it. He's in it, absolutely. And it's got Nick Frost, I think his name is, the big, oh, yeah. The big yeah. bloke. Yeah, he's he's pretty good. It's He's like faking, he's faking having cancer because he doesn't want his girlfriend to break up with him and she's only <laughs> staying with him for sympathy. And so he's, <laughs> and he's accidentally killed his best mate. <laughs> so he's like, Sounds a touch yeah, dark. It's pretty funny. Nick Frost uh, is a doctor. Who an incompetent doctor who misdiagnosed him? Oh, okay. So he's like holding him to ransom. He's, he's become an accomplice to this. So okay. Pretty funny. That's that's actually worth watching. That's actually uh, quite an amusing setup. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty good. The thing. I also watched the new version of the thing. Oh yeah. What um, did you take? Uh, it was a turd compared to the original. But yep, um, yeah. I but, think that's the consensus. Yeah, they gave it a shake at least. Yeah. And, I thought Look, there were interesting things in it. Characters were so boring. Yeah, yeah. It just was such a and drag. Trying to go with the mixture of practical and and CGI mm. effects. Well, and even just, just the, some the of them just didn't so work stupid. at all. Google some of the practicals that they they cut in yeah, favour yeah. of the CGI because yeah. they are fucking unbelievably yeah, good, and they cut them. I know it's really yeah. stupid. Yeah. Yeah, they, yeah, I didn't enjoy it. It also felt very carbon copy kind of thing of the mm. of the first one. The first one was just good, though. Yeah. Dynamic. I've, it was I've creepy, just, the first one. Yeah. Was, you just didn't know what was going on. You couldn't know who, who to trust. The whole idea of the we we don't know who's infected. And, and the characters awesome. weren't so one-dimensional. Like, the that was just... Yeah, I didn't enjoy it because of that. Uh, I watched this random thing, John Mulaney and the 
and the sack lunch bunch, which is <laughs> what? Which, if you know, St. John Mulaney is one of my favourite comics. Okay, everyone should be listening to his comedy. Okay, but um, it's basically he takes that whole um, the it's like Sesame Street, but he the adult twist on. Oh, okay. So that's yeah, it's pretty good. It's worth a look. Watch the Mule. What did you think of the Mule? Yeah, yeah, yeah I enjoyed it. it. Loved it. Loved it. I'm, I'm down with uh, anything with Clint in it. So I, I would not like. I don't. Do not require Clint to take his shirt off any further. Because <laughs> fuck, mate. Old player. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Talk about a roast chicken. <laughs> um, Keep that thing on, Clint. Because of this, I, I got into some old kung fu. I was like, I, I've got to get some Wu-Tang 36 chambers into my into my own diet. So I watched the, the 36th chamber of Shaolin as well. Right. Which was, you can tell it's sort of a, a rudimentary version of one of the martial arts movies one of the original ones but yeah it wasn't bad okay. I enjoyed that and I've been listening to Chasing Cosby on, on the on the pods are you oh, on that? I know is that good? definitely have to oh, I just didn't realise I'm all the over extent it. of how seedy I'm he was I'm all over it it is sickening to, yeah. to think what he got away with for so mm. long mm. it is sickening so yeah, yeah. definitely on um, that that's right up your alley so yeah I'm, I'm, I saw it I saw it mentioned the other day in a magazine but I didn't get on it but it's good to hear that it's really good because they can be hit and miss it's funny too oh. because it was like it was out there for a while mm. similar to the R. Kelly stuff I suppose it was out there for a while before it's actually sort of caught up with him yeah, yeah. but he had like it's been going on since the 60s decades hasn't it? Yeah, yeah yeah so yeah, he yeah. really flew they reckon that they reckon that how many was it I think it was 60 people came forward and in those cases 4% is basically the people that would come forward in that situation yeah. so you're looking at a lot thousand people that he's, he's violated potentially yeah potentially yeah. maybe more than that and it's not just, good yeah it's just so see just making them feel like shit and mm. getting in with their family as soon as he's done it and he just it's just like textbook uh, manipulation of people yeah mm. and I just feel sorry for his family and oh, just yeah and, and obviously all the victims. It's just, Absolutely. And I can't watch Cosby anymore because I can't. I just can't no, do it. I can't, I can't I've got these. It. I've got these sealed up DVDs upstairs. I just can't do it. Can't watch it. Burn yeah, them. I can't have it. Oh. <laughs> no one else is going to want them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're not, they're not good for sale, mate. I can tell you. <laughs> Revolution CD. Give me 10 cents. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 just beat it. I'll tell you. Okay. What do you? What did you have, Jared? What did you have? Uh, yeah, I had a few. Um. I let the other half uh, control a couple of choices early in the week, so <laughs> I got Ride Like a Girl. Yeah, I saw that. Which, uh... I thought that was all right. It was okay. It was okay. Um, it was just... It was an interesting little story that was told okay. I mean, her life is a great story. Yeah. And this was just a just a sort of paint-by-numbers yeah. telling Sam of it. Sam Neill was great. Sam really Neill was fantastic. Really good. But, yeah, it was nothing Nothing I didn't expect, and it nah. was sort of, you know, a little bit paint-by-numbers. Uh, and the second one was Like a Boss. Oh. I had to cop that I one I saw the, the trailer for that. Shit. Went, Holy shit. Well, it was either that or Bombshell, but it, um, she was going to see Bombshell with someone else, so right. I was like, oh, yeah, well, I'll Cause Bombshell, look I'll look like a boss. <laughs> <laughs> Just think, like, Bridesmaids. They've tried to go with Bridesmaids, but it doesn't work. And I'm talking about, like, they have a, a karaoke scene just seems to be there for no other reason than to try and get a song like how Bridesmaids had the Wilson Phillips yeah. one. There's a little bit that's trying to emulate the bloody scene in Bridesmaids where everyone's got the got the shits, shits and look, full disclosure, I did laugh at that, but that, of course that, you did. It's not it's it's pretty terrible. It's pretty yeah. terrible. And you know what? There are act- actors and actresses with a bit of 
talent yeah. that are in that. Yep. And I'm just sitting there thinking, what was it that attracted you, you to this? Well, in your words, yeah, everyone's got bills to pay. I know, but shit, these people have probably got five things to pick from. Yeah. Is that the best of the five? An entourage doesn't pay for itself. <laughs> Sometimes it's who you're working with too, though. Like, yeah. I don't know, but it's, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't watch it. Terminator 2. Oh, Still yeah. working the way through with... Uh, Absolutely brilliant. You know what? It was fantastic, but I think upon this viewing and First seeing one, one and two, I was always of the of the opinion that I thought I think I thought two was probably the better one. Mm. Um, but seeing them so close now and having not seen the first one for a while, I think it might, I think it might just edge yeah, it slightly. It does. It's, really? it, I think it's because yeah. the story's a bit more interesting. It's and so some much of that more stuff down is, the line too. Yeah. Like Terminator Two starts to get into a bit of the Cyberdyne stuff, and, yeah. um, which is okay. But a couple of times it, it, it cuts into some really spectacular action stuff oh. whereas the first one is just that like for, for the whole time basically the entire the sequence where he's chasing him th- the other kid through the fucking channels in, mm. on the motorbike yep. is fucking awesome, awesome. Yeah. Like, yeah. and I think the, uh, so the, well the, 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 um, the guy that's been damaged and he's just he's holding the bomb yeah yeah he's, and then he just lets it go yeah 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 I think I think Robert Patrick's the best Terminator in the series yes like yes the definitely but yeah, I mean, <laughs> how's that affected his life? Huh? Yeah, well, he's had a solid career. He's always worked. It's probably had a more positive impact on his life than Double Dragon did, for example. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> but yeah, Patrick worked has worked steadily. He's worked steadily. Yeah, he just like, never became more than just yeah, no, yeah. A, a character actor. But that's probably good. Cool. He's just, probably done all right. He could only get a job as a cop after that. Yeah, so. or a, or a bad guy. Yeah, you know. Yeah. But I think it's it's a classic case of like one A and one B. I think they're just yeah, they're very they close, go so well but together. The first one is, I think, better. Um, Got a little bit more heart too. Yeah. The whole um, Sarah, Kyle mm. relationship yep. is great. I saw the new Jumanji, the next yeah. level. Mm. Oh, I heard that was all right. I enjoyed it. Kaylin, enjoyed it. Kaylin Ray. Same as same as the last one. Like uh, better than I thought it was going to be. The addition of Danny DeVito and Daddy Glover actually does add something. Like getting <laughs> getting the Rock and Kevin Hart playing them for probably about forty five minutes or more. Probably a bit longer than that, actually. It's a, a large portion of the movie. Is takes gets, it in a different gets direction. Some laughs too, out of it. Yeah, squeezes a couple of laughs out of it. Uh, I watched Little Monsters, which yeah. I've been keen to be ch- to check out for a while. Yeah, it's good. It's in- enjoyable. You know, it's hard to do anything new under the sun with zombie movies, but taking you know a group of um, kindergarten kids on an excursion in the midst of a zombie outbreak Works is, quite is awesome. one way to do it. Yeah. My biggest problem was that the the main character is just a just a bozo from for the intro of it and he's like so it just doesn't feel that the arc is there he just kind of goes from a real dickhead to Mm. you know oh I need to take responsibility I finally get it in the midst of a zombie outbreak and it just yeah it doesn't quite work Lupita Nyong'o is excellent I don't know how they managed to get her for a little Aussie kind of indie film but um uh, and Josh Gad too like he got a couple of real real laughs as the as the uh, kind of TV, the kids' TV show host who starts fucking swearing and abusing people when the shit hits the <laughs> fan. Like, that was good. I stumbled into a little bit of fan film territory again. I watched some Nightmare on Elm Street fan films. Oh. Specifically, I jumped onto a little series where a guy kind of made six of them over a period of about six or seven years. They were actually pretty good in terms of, like, some of the ideas in that I, I didn't love so much, but the guy they got to play Freddy for uh, obviously something that's not going to be expensive he actually does a, a fair sort of impersonation of Robert England oh really he's actually quite good so they were called Kruger 
I think the six of them sort of start with Kruger. It's like Kruger, a walk down Elm Street. Yeah. Kruger, the final story, like something like that. But the guy seems to trade in fan films. Like and how, how, how long are we talking? Ten minutes, this type of thing? Uh, ranges from about six or seven to about 12 or 13. Okay. They're all in that range. So I knocked them all out in one go. Just kind of sat there one night and went back to back. But yeah, he seems to. I, I checked. It, I haven't look, looked at any of his other stuff, but his YouTube channel has a lot of fan, Myers, film. fan films and things like that. And as fan films go, they they were pretty good ones. It's so always handy if you're into Elm Street. I'd probably have. a Well, look yeah, at fuck. It. They're looking for pictures at the moment. They are. They'll take so a picture from anyone at the moment. <laughs> let's pitch it up, yeah, mate. Although I last I heard, the rights might be tangled a la oh, Jason. Christ. New, I think New Line perhaps owns the Freddy character. Oh. <laughs> So we could be. We just untangled Jason. <laughs> just cut everyone a fucking slice. Christ, it's, it's a big pie for Christ's sake. Yeah, it's not like there's you. a lot of money. In there. <laughs> this is a pie that can that can last. It can be eaten for decades. It's a fucking <laughs> unlimited bottle box of tin pans for Christ's sake. It's still making yeah. money. Movies were made fucking thirty years ago. Yeah, it's still yeah. making heaps of money. I know. Uh, you just need to. I think you just need to get one person in control of this, and just a couple of people getting a slice of pie, and we're good. Just let's just well, sort this shit out. Because while you're arguing, no one's making money. No <laughs> one's eating pie. We're all going hungry here. <laughs> I watched The Outsider. I started I watching The Outsider. One of the few times, obviously because, you know, by the time I was born, Stephen King had already written, what, fucking 500 books by then. <laughs> <laughs> it was one of, the, one of the few sort of recent ones where I read the book first. Yep. But the first episode just fucking wrapped me right up. They go through, they seem to go through a lot of things in the book. They, they, they take a few bits from that didn't happen until sort of a fair way into the book and kind of condense them. Yeah. And it works a treat. Jason Bateman directed it. Yeah. And Bateman and Mendelssohn are both fucking fantastic. Um, I've heard nothing but good things. So the writing. first episode, I'm absolutely loving. And having read the book, there was parts where I was a little bit... I was thinking, I'm not sure how they're going to kind of represent some of this stuff visually. And a couple of times, they did some really kind of eerie shit. And I was like, I, don't, I can't think of too many ways to do it better than how they did it. So, yeah, I'm only in the first episode there. But, yeah, highly recommended if, you, if you're into Stephen King. Titans, I finished Titans. Mm. Last time I spoke to you, I was halfway through and I was sort of loving it. Mm. Things took some, uh, <laughs> things took some turns. Dragon <laughs> fell off a cliff, did it? <laughs> yeah, somewhat. Uh, there was still some good stuff, but there was there was episodes at a time where I was just every five minutes I was just thinking, oh shit, what's, <laughs> what's going on here? This is just really kind of. They took some real big swings and some of them just didn't work at all. So, yeah, I don't know. It still had some... If you're into DC stuff, it still had some It still had some things to like. But, yeah, some curious choices, I'll put it that way. So a few of the bozos are still running around yeah, at DC. A few of the bozos are state. still sticking their heads in at meetings and saying, I'm just gonna, I'll, I'll leave this posted on the desk and see what you think about it. <laughs> Staying on DC, I watched Birds of Prey. Yep. I really liked it. Liked yep. it a lot, actually. Um, some people have had some real issues with it. I know Gail Simone, who wrote some of those characters, 
had one similar issue to what I had in that they make some of the characters quite different to what we know. One in particular who's basically just not the character at all. So mm. that was kind of weird to see. But in terms of the story and the movie, I thought it was I thought it was really good. Some people have, have had a bit of an issue that it wasn't really Birds of Prey, but I think if you watched the trailer, you knew it was going to be Harley Quinn, the movie, with mm. some friends. Yeah. And that's exactly what it turned out to be. But I thought it, it did a pretty good job of setting up the other ones just enough that you'd be keen to see them in their own. Yeah. Because um, it's going to underperform at the box office. Yeah, I think so. I was so. 45 so. to 50. And Which is a shame because Margot 30. Robbie has just ah. owned it. I think she's even better in this one than she yeah. was in Suicide oh, Squad. No doubt. She's an excellent... And you and McGregor. I mean, again, it's been sort of divisive. Like, some people have really not liked what he did I was loving it every time he was on screen I started laughing he had a couple of uh, he had a couple of blow ups in the in the vein of uh, Joe Pantoliano <laughs> in Bad Boys like, he'd just be sitting at his table in the club looking at his henchman going just going looking at him and then just sort of staring and then going fuck fuck <laughs> just like, just, I was like I'm there for that I'm okay with that so it's like punching tables and shit it was good I liked it and I got onto Once Upon a Time in Hollywood as well. Ah, loved it. Loved it. it was loved really it. good. Really good. It sort of took its time. Like you, yeah. there was parts where you you weren't sort of knowing where it was going, but in the end, it was a really great kind of um, you know looking at Leo playing a guy almost in his almost mirroring his own career. Hmm. Like he he hasn't necessarily struggled in his own career, but hitting a point where it's like you're aging and yeah. what do you do? And then seeing Pacino, if I could give him the spiel, it's basically it's a pitch for the movies, but telling him you're finished in a way. <laughs> like uh, yeah, it's just fantastic. Yeah. I really liked it. Some really good stuff in that movie. Yep, that was yeah. me. That's everything. All right, I punched out the rest of Brooklyn Nine Nine season yeah, six. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely awesome. Still Andre Brower's show. <laughs> Still his show. But everyone gets a little slice. Mm-hmm. They've wisely cut back a bit on Boyle. Yeah. Which I think has been an absolute winner. And then well, I, I think, think he losing. Went off a bit when his son came in. Yeah. Mm. And also they Every joke seemed to be based around Chelsea Nicholas. Peretti's gone. Yeah. And the worst show of the season was when she came back briefly. It was shocking. The one where she was like a star or something and they yeah. were acting as bodyguards. Terrible. Worst episode of the lot. <laughs> but it's wise to get rid of her too because I found that she had sort of become just strange for strange sake. Who you know? get rid of? Chelsea, Chelsea Peretti. She wanted to leave. Oh, so she, Yeah, I like her, but she got a bit like, me and Adam were discussing it, it's a bit like Phoebe and Friends or yeah. the janitor in Scrubs where they just started to keep, they just had to keep ramping up the Surreal. weirdness until it was yeah. just like, yeah. you're only doing it to be weird and not, yeah. it's not really funny anymore. And I really, I just think the show has just gone from strength to strength. It's still awesome. Yeah. It's still awesome, yeah. Which is which is good for season seven. I watched Fighting with My Family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was all right. It was all right. So would it have been better with Batista instead of The Rock, or you know? Well, The, Ro- yeah. well, well, the Rock's only in it for two minutes, <laughs> but it it was interesting. It was an interesting story. I don't think they fully capitalised on some of the more interesting stuff. With e.g., the brother who didn't make it. Mm. I think that would have been much better if they'd have delved a little deeper. Yes, it would have been a bit darker because he kind of went off the rails, but it kind of wrapped it all up real fast. Yeah. And it kind of kept it in the background. But overall, I thought it was pretty well done. It was kind of your sports movie. Mm. I mean, the fact that they didn't even tell you that the the final fight or whatever was, you know, like it's wrestling, for Christ's sake. It was, it's choreographed. Mm. But they kind of went away. They sort of didn't mention that. 
So it's kind of like, you know, trying to ramp up the stakes of the final battle, which I didn't feel worked that great. Yeah. But overall, yeah, it was, was worth a look. I watched Bohemian Rhapsody. Great soundtrack. <laughs> Look, I enjoyed it yeah. as a film. I think that it was difficult. What they were dealing with was difficult because you're trying to cover the entire band. And so they had a number of montages to yeah. sort of try and fit yeah. everything in. And at times it didn't work. It kind of felt like, oh, shit, another montage. It's like there was one period there. It was like four montages in a row. And I was just like, what are we doing? But it was because I was trying to fit in how songs yeah. were created and all that. I found I, I just got sad because I would have loved to see the Sasha Baron Cohen version. Yeah, because well, he, he was going to delve into all. He wasn't going to. Everything was going to be on the table. Yeah, with his. And I think that was actually one of the big mistakes. I, yeah. I actually think I can understand why the guys from Queen didn't want that because they didn't want to yeah. tarnish Especially the legacy if you look further. At, totally. if you look at, but to if you me, look at Brian May's life now, like he's. What he does, he's like a, a physicist, still plays in the band, but he's an advocate for badges, like his yeah. wildlife and stuff. Yeah. Someone like, needed to sit them down and say, look, Brian, I love you, but we're not really here to see your story. We want to know about Freddy's. <laughs> yeah. That's what the movie is, basically. And ultimately, a little bit more delving into some of that stuff yeah. would have given it that edge. It didn't have an edge. Yeah. Well, it was, I mean... Essentially, at the end of the day, it was it was Debutting. a huge part of the story, and it was critical to Freddie Mercury's story, and it just didn't that yeah. part didn't get told. They 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 sort of touched briefly on all of those things, yeah. But then they just they must have made kind of went away. Freddie looked so aloof as yeah. well; like he must have had some sort of business acumen. I'm sure he could have got pulled in different directions. The whole Mister Bad Guy album solo album was a, was a bad move, and, yeah. and all the drugs that he was on when he mm. made Hot Space. That and I love the look at him. You look at him in those interviews and stuff he was charismatic charismatic it's all fuck like the interviewer would be talking for him for two minutes and they'd want to root but the thing was they used um, the classic Hollywood devices to showcase you know they bring in characters who don't exist to show how oh they pulled him away from the band and all that sort of stuff all again interesting shit we could have mined a little bit further but we they didn't want to and and as much as I love the way they handled Live Aid, I just would watch it on YouTube. Yeah. That is the real man doing the fucking job. Doing the job, yeah. And because they use his voice, because let's face it, Rami Malik, no, no, no knocking him, fantastic performers deserve it of what he got. He deserved the Oscar to me. Mm. But nobody could sing like that cunt. Yeah. So they couldn't possibly get yeah. him to do the... The vocals. The yeah. vocals. So Freddie does the vocals himself. So why would I watch a copy when I can watch pop, really, arguably the greatest live performance brain. in history? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The thing, I just I don't I understand creative license and you've got to make these movies kind of have their moments. But you've got years of one of the most intriguing people I can think of. Yeah. And you you've got ninety minutes to to two hours to tell his story. To me, how can you not? Like, and that's that's just like taking all those interesting bits and coming out with two hours of the, the best work. And like, it's got to get a little dirty. Yeah, he was not. He was that's not what the music like. He, he, is. He, he, yeah, I mean, especially in the seventies and eighties, mm. drugs were rife. 
The guy had you know, a I haven't complicated seen Rocket Man, history. but it, it, I've heard it doesn't sort of shy away from telling about the drug. And that makes it a musical, like so it sort of makes it a bit. It's a softer version of the reality. But Rocket yeah. Man too like starts, off, there, yeah. starts off with him in an AA meeting. You know, Is yeah. Rocket Man? Yeah, you know, and Elton was involved. Yeah, um, I, I think, think he was he involved. Was, yeah, yeah. So he he being that he's alive, he had the opportunity to say, yeah, look. And it wasn't a band. It was him or not. Like, he could have said, no, I want to... I, well, I think it. he's sort of a success story, though, because he's... I want to whitewash. I want to... Oh, I don't want anything to do mm. with any of the bad stuff that happened. I just want you to tell a story mm. about my music. Or he could have said, yeah, they were difficult times and we need to cover them. Mm. And it sounds like they... He decided to go with the second one. Yeah. Now, if Freddie was still alive, I can guarantee you he probably would have said, yeah, let's, look, I think at, let's look at the, the difficult times. For him well. to be a role model for other young gay people yeah. who might be considering coming out, I think they need to see that it can end up all right, and regardless of how your family treats you. Yeah. And, and whatever you get mixed up in, you can end up happy and successful and all that sort of stuff. And look, I think they did a really good job with it in terms of trying to showcase the bands, you know, as a musical entity and how they, you know, I love that bit where they come into the studio and they've got bloody buckets over the microphone and they're doing all sorts of random yeah, funny yeah, things yeah. and trying to, you know, try to come up with new sound and I love that. But I just felt it was not, it was good but it was just, it just didn't give it an edge. There was no edge to it. Yeah, absolutely. Speaking of edges... I watched Joker. Mm, I haven't seen that yet. And I I hate to say that I liked I was entertained by it because it's certainly difficult at times to it's not a happy film. Yeah. But I, I, I enjoyed it. I think they did a really good job creating sort of this interesting or not alternate universe. Sort of and they project. tied back, I love the fact they tied back to Batman. Um, well, it is. It is a little side. It is yeah, kind of an it's kind of a side universe. project. Like, it is. And Phoenix is outstanding yeah. in the role. Yeah. And you know, people would argue who's better, Ledger or Phoenix. Different role. Mm. But Phoenix is the one who's been given the meatiest of parts for the Joker. That's his delving back into his psychology and where he came from and all that. And he gets to really get involved in it, and I think he's absolutely fantastic. He can take it there because of Legend yeah, as well. Exactly. And this is the thing, like I, heading I, in that direction, he was. You this know? is kind of what I've been kind of wanting, is that they'll do these different kind of little standalone things that can exist, and we get these different takes on it. Like my concern fine. is that if Phoenix is not locked in anywhere with potential other films in the canon. Then we've got another Joker that's going to come up, come along in, yeah, but that's in, all right. in the Batman universe. Because the, the, the and I'd love to see him do one come. with Batman. The criticism will come when they do the next one with Batman, because mm. then people will be saying, "Well, this what this is not what it was supposed to be." And I guess it's now you're cashing in into the like, future too, because the movie was set in eighty one or something. Yeah, yeah. So it's hard to do that. It's hard to bring Phoenix back as an older Joker in say two thousand and twenty. You know, yeah. So, I guess what they've tried to do is separate it by time. Yeah. Say, well, it can't exist. We can't have Joaquin Phoenix. We can use someone else anyway because it'll be forty years later. I'm actually. I think I would prefer to just have him leave it at this. And I mean, Robert Pattinson's seemingly gonna be separate to the DC EU stuff. So it's gonna be another Batman and another. I'm okay. Like I'm okay with that. I just want to see different people's takes on on telling their Batman story. I'm all right mm. with that. Or their Joker story or whoever. I think DC's initial problems actually came from trying too much to tie it all together. To tie it all together, yeah. But I'll tell you right now, 
It's certainly not an Oscar film. I'm no. Not, I'm absolutely baffled, and I'm baffled that Todd Phillips gets a directing nod for... There's nothing special there. I think he no. got it because oh, he used to... Me made the Hangover movies. What's yeah. he doing making this? Well, the film was, is uh, made better by the, the performance. Yeah, the, it's entertaining. It's entertaining as hell. Yeah. I just had slight issues with, you know, the, the, the saying, you know, you were saying delving into the psychology of it, and he got a chance to do that, but the motivations in the movie are actually really thin. Yeah. You kind of break it down. A and they bit. are. Like, but yeah. it's entertaining it's, as hell. It's like quite watching him for... I could watch him for another another movie if that's where they go I'm, I'm not going to be too upset I'm just kind of like it was always supposed to be a standalone thing and if we do get another one I think it's just going to be because it was such a massive money maker rather yeah. than and I'm, Phillips saying I've got stories I'm here. concerned that where do we go here yeah because we've just delved into what made him the Joker yeah and you're not going to pair him with Batman in that side of the house so what's next yeah for the Joker Nothing to me. I would just probably leave it at that. Yeah, and re- reintegrate the Joker back into the to the next set of Batman films they do. Yeah, if yeah. Pattinson's up for two or three, I'm assuming he signed on for a little bit. Well, Jared Leto's desperate. He's available. <laughs> well, but I'm sure Rob Pattinson's happy to receive a used condom in the mail. <laughs> um, and the last one again, I went a little bit off off tap, and I'm not really sure. Like, this kind of popped up on Netflix, and I it wasn't something that I was crying out to see, but I thought I'd give it a go. It was Uncut Gems. Mm. Mate, it was really good. Really Is good. Is Adam Sandler's one? Yeah, and mm. Sandler's not too far outside his wheelhouse. Mm. He's still ranting and raving and doing a bit of that, but there's a there's kind of a, a, a normality to the bloke as well. Yeah. He's not like a man-child like he plays in most of his films in the comedy realm. Look, I'll tell you, I'll tell you the, the big thing here. It's not a Happy Madison production. Correct. <laughs> it's got people behind it. And Sandler, he rises to the the challenge. Yeah. I think he's in that sort of context, if that's what you want him to act in your movie, yeah. he can totally do that. And he's, 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 he's really good. I was really impressed by him. Kevin Garnett, KG, oh, wow. pops up. And he's fine mm. as well. I and, mean. And I, li- <laughs> I, 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 I kind of liked the way it was done. It was Look, it was long. It's a good two hours, 15. But it it worked out really well. Like I was kind of constantly sort of thinking, what's going to happen here? Where are we going? And and I think that's the mark of any good film is to sort of keep you interested, even when it's not you know high octane blowing everything up that type of thing. Yeah. And it does it does it a treat. So definitely check it out. All right, let's take a break and here's the trailer for Kill Bill Volume One.
one kick to Tokyo, please. One more. That woman deserves her revenge. And we deserve to die. No kidding, I heard it was kind of hard. Silly Caucasian girl likes to play with samurai swords. Yeah. Any more subordinates for me to kill? Hi. Hmm. Kill Bill, Volume 1, from 2003, written and directed by Quentin Tarantino and produced by Lawrence Bender. It stars Uma Thurman as The Bride, Lucy Liu as O'Ranishi, Vivica A. Fox as Vanita Green, Daryl Hannah as Ellie Driver, David Carradine as Bill, and Michael Madsen as Bud. The budget was $30 million, and the box office for this particular volume was $180 million worldwide. And, of course, the bride's yellow outfit was inspired by the outfit worn by Bruce Lee in his final film, Game of Death. Prick of a movie, except for 20 minutes of it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Batty, because you're back, you were a big call on these films. Yeah. Give us your thoughts, mate. Oh, absolutely love it. It uh, crosses genres with perfection. It was one of those first movies... Uh, Western movies, I guess, that had that gratuitous violence that uh, just keeps you hooked. It's got good motivations or entertaining motivations. I just, I just absolutely love it. Um, what do we give it? I'm five. Five. five? Me. Yeah. Shit. I've got the, the any flaws with it are just so minor that um, wow. I'm happy to watch it anytime. The soundtrack's impeccable. The soundtrack by itself is a piece of art. I love it. All right, Jared. I think uh, Maddie's kind of hit hit some of them on the head there, like the way that he kind of distills all these things he loves about like um, spaghetti westerns yeah. and, and kung, kung fu, fu movies, movies and sort of puts Anime it all together, too. rolls yeah. them all together. It's really, really good. I've got minimal dislikes as well. Soundtrack, as Maddie said, was outstanding. The the kind of variation that he has, like the way he pays homage to a whole bunch of different things, but all sort of sort of rolls it all together, even within the same scenes, mm. uh, especially the crazy eighty eight. Stuff. Yeah, it's just awesome. I would probably go four and a half for me. Yeah, look, I'm probably at. F- I initially was going for four. I'll probably go to four. I, I think four and a half is probably more likely because I've got limited dislikes as well. The bloke just he he's one of those interesting directors because he's got an interest in these genres that are not mainstream, so to speak. The kung fu films of the seventies and the sixties. Uh, and the spaghetti westerns, mm. and then he rolls it out, and it's absolutely entertaining. At entertainment plus, soundtrack's fantastic. I mean, it is brutal, over the top, but it's just so entertaining to watch this movie. The anime sequence for me is outstanding, Excellent. absolutely mm. outstanding. But just all round, 
it's a, it's a really solid film all around, and one of my favourites of his. The just the nostalgia of it, it just taps into all the favourite things I was watching when it came out, like yeah. the, your Ninja Scrolls or your um, the Once Upon a Time in the West, your Spaghetti West, and the the classic Clint Eastwood ones. Just it taps into all the good stuff. Yeah, and it's him enjoying himself with the things he loves but making it accessible to us mm. yeah and, the and other that thing is, is difficult it hasn't been yeah. copied either like yeah the, it stands alone because nobody would be game enough to attempt anything similar and he's sort of like he, he has his moments of indulgence and whatnot which he always does but this is one of the ones where it all works yes as opposed to something like Death Proof where you're just like okay you playing that song here just doesn't fit it's just you want us to hear a cool song yeah Whereas in this one, it all fits. Like yep. everything fits together. It's not not sort of standing out that that's what was going on. All right, straight into it. The opening is super striking. It's in black and white. Mm-hmm. You come in on her laying on the ground in a wedding dress covered in blood. You hear his boots, and then they cut to the side shot of the boots just ambling up to her. You know, and the whole thing of him sort of saying, "Do you think I'm sadistic?" and all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. That that dialogue is just top notch. And then the whole thing with Bill, the baby, is bang. You know, like, yeah. it, it's just such a cool way to open it up. And staying on her face, yeah, too, yeah. is super effective. Yeah. Like, mm. Really, really strong. Yep. Into the fights from the get-go. So yeah, after that, <laughs> we're straight to her face for a blue. Yeah. And I really like that shit. They have a nice biffo, and then the school bus rocks up. Yeah, <laughs> okay. yeah. And put their knives behind their backs, and like, yeah. And the daughter comes in. She's like, "What's happened? They're covered in blood. And everything's busted." Like, oh, the dog got loose. <laughs> yeah, you can see straight away Uma Thurman on display. Just everything that she yeah yeah she brings to it. And yeah, she brings a, a she is really good in the because physically, you know, she's she's capable. Mm. And the biffos are really well choreographed because mm. um, that was one thing I was a little bit concerned about with Tarantino. He hadn't done anything like this before, so I'm thinking, yeah, is it going to be? But he's just the, all the stuff is is right in place. There's just that element too in that scene where you're thinking it's going to be everything's that, that traditional way that the story should be told, but. Vivica Fox has different ideas. She's like, I've got a kid now. Yeah. I'm happy to pull out a gun and just break yeah. with the break with the honour that in, that's involved in what we do. And I love the fact do. they I take a it. break and then sort of organise the fight for later. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'll be just down here. Yeah. You know? And then it sort of explodes again because this box she basically here, yeah. fucking needles her a bit more mm. and she pulls out the gun or tries to kill her through the, the box of cereal. Yeah. yeah. Did you um, like how she turns to the daughter as well? If you're upset, like, that this was so yeah, That was awesome because it, it keeps that yeah. kind of... Um, you you have every of, right to turn up and Well, it keeps that element me. of, like, honourable warriors from those Kung yeah. Fu movies. Like, yeah. the, you know, the, the, the good guys or the, the people who are seeking the revenge yeah. still have their honour. Yeah, and, and that was awesome. Yeah, she just sort of says, you know, you can... You have it, yeah. You, know, you can, if you want to bring vengeance on me, you know, yeah, that's, that's right, that's fine. Mm-hmm. We mentioned it there, but I think Uma Thurman was yeah. fantastic. Like, I, I was, I always liked her as an actress, yep. She wasn't sort of one of my favorites or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So, when she was in this, I was like, oh, yeah, okay. But watching it, I'm like, she was fucking spot on, fantastic. Yeah. She does, as you said, some of the physical stuff, she manages to get those, those. Acted scenes like the face when yeah. she's getting, you know, when the when the massacre's going on. Um, I think she was just perfect, she was spot really. on. Yeah. Mm. Michael Parks' expression when the bride spits in his face. <laughs> 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 I love the look on his face is like, 
Son number one. <laughs> he's just, I love how he had three different kinds of aviators in his on his yeah, yeah, on his yeah, dashboard. Yeah, yeah. apparently that was. Uh, a direct nod to the original Gone in 60 Seconds. There's a shot that's almost identical with a dude with, like, the sunglasses lined up, but that was, yeah, that was just perfect. It's like you're taking that that you've seen and then you're giving it to the Michael Parks character that's been in your other movies and it's just, like, the perfect fit. Yeah. Right. And just, for me, it was just the expression on his face when she spits on him. He's just kind mm. of like... <laughs> and he just turns to the other like and says she's still alive cocksucker yeah what does he call it he goes oh this tall drink cocksucker cuck sucker. <laughs> he's just just the way that he says anything and the way that the, the dialogue that Tarantino writes I don't know how much of it is Tarantino and how much of it is Michael Parks because every time he's in there his dialogue is just so striking and the yeah. way he delivers it is just yeah there is a couple of really really solid like I think the, the movie is really well directed mm. um, from the sense of he uses so many different styles and stuff he has a couple of these like just there's one in particular early on where you see the Bill firing the shot at her again but it's from a different angle it's looking up at him the gun is in focus and everything else isn't and then when he pulls the trigger you see in slow motion the hammer hitting the primer and the bullet going down the the, and exploding out in in fire and stuff and I'm like this is fucking awesome and then of course as I said before, the the to me the sparkling jewel in the movies is the anime. Anime. Yeah, it was excellent. I remember just I've just watching it going, this is beautiful. Yeah, yeah. As Maddie said, it's 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 paying some paying some. It's nodding towards some of those anime, anime uh, Japanese anime things and. But it was such a good way to, t- to tell her story. Yeah. And it really kind of added to this flashback, like removing it to like it's such a fucking mental thing that went on. That it doesn't really feel all that real, yeah. and like, yeah. it's just so far removed from the, the characters. Of everybody in this movie has a revenge story of some yeah. kind. Yeah, so you're just like, who, who am I actually rooting for? And yeah, yeah. And that's that whole shot. I love that shot where the guy knifes your mother through the bed, mm. and it hits the ground next to her, and she looks up, and you see it start blood start going. Yeah, yeah, that and was awesome. showering through, and I was about to cry. She looks at little peep. Yeah, I yeah, was just bloody. I was beside myself. I was yeah. like, I, I remember this sequence, but I just don't remember it being so strong. Like, yeah. you know, I was yeah. just like, wow. Just to go back for a second, I just noticed this in my notes, but I actually <laughs> I wrote down one of Michael Parks' lines because it just, when he walks in and he goes, it would appear to me that somebody objected to this union and wasn't able to hold their peace. <laughs> and he kind of walks in the door and goes, Good great Marie. <laughs> I can like, watch this guy just just ramble for hours. I think <laughs> so good. Uh, did you like the anything in the hospital? Uh, is this coming in these lights? No, no, I wasn't a huge fan. I like the early driver stuff. Mm. I like yeah, the, um, her turning the, up, the, getting dressed up, um, side by side shots yeah, yeah. and things. The split screen, yeah, yeah, yeah. that was that was oh, really I'm, stylish, and that was when she was whistling the, the twisted nerve or whatever yeah, it is. And yeah. That stuff was really cool. Yeah, I did not enjoy the that sequence, no, I wasn't and I felt it was absolutely unnecessary. We'll get yeah. to that. I'll we'll get to it. Yeah. Yes. Boss Tanaka having his head cut off oh. in one clean blow, and then you just see shit go. Guys, yeah. <laughs> 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 and we were talking about this before we came on air, Maddie. Where he's like, he's sitting there. You can see he's got the shit, yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, he starts fucking like, raving about yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> he ruins the mood, and then she just comes. 
quickly across the desk, cuts his head clean yeah, off. She's like tiptoeing. <laughs> and then she goes, "What does she say at the end?" Yeah, she anyone goes into the formal, the formal speech of, uh, "If anyone has a, a problem with my American or." Uh, my non non Japanese background. Please feel free to come forward. <laughs> <laughs> but if any of you motherfuckers got anything left to say, now's the fucking time. <laughs> she's holding his head up. Yeah. She just goes, boom, and then she it. just discards it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, so funny. She was oh, actually wow. really good too. Yeah, I've never, yeah, never been a Lucy Lou fan all yeah. that much, but she was. Yeah, she's she done anything else that's worth watching. Though, well, this it? is I don't know. I just uh, I've seen her in other stuff. I've seen mm. her in enough other things to have got a sort of sense of what I liked about her acting and all that I just I didn't see her in a part like this and then yeah, yeah she was excellent she was great yeah, I believe yeah. Bill Murray's not a fan of her work no <laughs> things got physical didn't yeah it? just about <laughs> Jesus Christ it doesn't need to get physical <laughs> Yeah, I think it's pretty no. easy to say, listen, you're a shit actor. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just leave Let's it. Let's not punch on about it. The <laughs> Crazy 88 Blue is right up there with some of the best fights going around. Yeah. yeah it's How iconic is the synthesizer that goes off? The, the blood rage is about to begin. And, it just yeah. and I love the, the fact that we start with a couple of kind of like almost like boss battles yeah when the girl comes out Go-Go comes yeah, out yeah like the little sub bosses yep. and then so. suddenly dudes just come from everywhere it's yep. like oh shit yep. and now it's on right. and they go through like I mean they have so many cool sequences like the way that it's shot from above when they surround her and yeah they're kind of synchronised and then they all step back when she fucking puts the sword up yeah. and then they go into that room and it's blue with the silhouettes. Yeah, that's yeah, really that cool. That looks awesome. Zoe Bell does some great stuff in there. Like, yeah. there's one of those... There's one particular stunt where she gets thrown back over the ledge and twists in the air and catches onto the ledge on the staircase. Yeah, yeah. I was just looking at that going, fuck, they've done everything here. Like, <clears throat> and then, you know, a little bit of the wire work just to, yeah, yeah. Just to keep in that Kung, that Fu, Kung Fu movie style, sort of touches yeah. and... It's 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 like overdone, but purposely. Yeah, you see it and you're like, oh yeah, he's you just don't, not into don't it. object to it because you're like, no, it's you know, it's there. meant to be there and it's not so over the top that it's taking you out of the scene. It's just, yeah. There's an entire sequence there which, go, which goes from color to black and white to the silhouette mm. and back, and it's just like, this is just gold. You know, yeah, just absolute gold. It was stylish, yeah. but it, I think it was also. Um, for censorship purposes. Yeah, yeah to get away from the child. blood. Yeah. There is a couple of blokes. One bloke has his head cut off, then wanders off like a chook without it. <laughs> <laughs> what about the bloke that gets cut in half? I'm just like, oh my god, that guy, and he's wandering off fucking doors. <laughs> Blood's coisering out everywhere. I'm just like, oh man, this is awesome. And um, then they strip it back at the end. When she walks in and she's like, just there's a whole bunch of people in an M- in in a, in a room with all these corpses and the red river, red red pond or whatever. And, I love the fact. And then she says the, the classic line: "The take your lives, leave the limbs." <laughs> yeah. So good. Yeah. <laughs> and you see, like, like no one's gonna argue. Holy God! Holy God! Holy God! Holy God! Holy God! I can't remember. I think I saw one bloke sort of crawling because his leg was cut off. But, yeah, it was just, just crazy. Uh, yeah, absolutely crazy. And I really, I, I had to laugh when she spanks that little boy. <laughs> <laughs> that felt a bit out of place. This is what funny. she says. This is what you get for fucking around with the yakuza. <laughs> just pushes him out the door. <laughs> that was funny. Jumping back a bit, Sonny Chiba as as yeah. Hanzo. Yeah. How good was he? Yeah, he was cool. so good. Such a presence. 
And I think that was actually his name in a Japanese TV show that Tarantino liked. I think it was his na- his character name was Hattori Hanzo. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he was so good. Him arguing with his little kind of yeah. helper and like, yeah, that was fantastic. That yeah. stuff was all really cool. That, that you know they, they, they yell at each other. It's just it's yeah, yeah, yeah. And I also like liked the fact that they actually didn't showcase her training or anything. They just sort of no. said, "You can live up here," and then it sort of says, "What's two months later or something." And well, he just comes up with the sword. Yeah, yeah. well, the guy, you know, the, the, having that, the way that scene plays out is, it's just spot on. Like, you're taking a break from the action, but we're still moving the plot forward. Yeah. This is a guy that had some sort of involvement, and he's making the steel that everyone wants. And, yeah. and they just create the levity with his changing mood as well. Yeah. It just goes yeah. from being this comic duo to... Oh yeah, yeah! Yep. I've got to clean up my mistake. All right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I also read it's one of the sequences where it's like it shows the kind of detail that Tarantino puts into stuff that you wouldn't even notice, and um, it's like the region that she goes to. I think it's Okinawa. Mm. Apparently, they, they said the reason that he's in Okinawa is because sushi apparently isn't very good there to Japanese people. They see that as a region that's not so great with sushi. It's other food that you go to Okinawa for. Mm. So he purposely put it there because a sushi chef in Okinawa is it's, not going to respect it. It's just so he's like, yeah, he can go and just hide. <laughs> so, yeah, it's just when, when you, you get all those little details, and it's just it just adds to the experience of it, yeah. I guess. And, and look, I think it ends on a, on a high too with the, um, the death of Oren. Out in the um, in the snow and everything like yeah. that. Some would say that that death is a little bit underwhelming after what's come before. Mm. I think it's done in a way that it's understated. Yeah, I think it was less than five did. minutes. Yep. I think the fight actually lasts four minutes fifty nine. Yeah, <laughs> they kind of kind of feel each other out for a little bit. Yeah, and then you know basically scalps her. The ridiculousness. Of but it was like all, it was all about the visuals there. Like, yeah. yeah. The the the, yeah, the falling snow and all yeah. that stuff and I thought that was that was good, yeah. Was, yeah but it's sad, but nothing man. nothing could have lived up to that fucking shit in the <laughs> no <laughs> nothing no like if you weren't gonna kill her during that blue, it was always gonna be lesser because what yeah. happens in there is just outrageous. I don't know. Yeah. I never know in one of those big fights why a hundred dudes don't take a step back and all throw a sword at once. Yeah. <laughs> or just all charge at once. I think the thing with that, it was more about, as you said, all the crazy shit had been done so it was more about just the, the, the quick interaction with the characters to yeah. kind of set her on her way to the next one. I mean, he'd already put out there on the list that because it was non-linear... He, she'd already killed her before she got to Vivica yeah. Fox's place, and you already saw yeah. it on the list. Yeah. So I kind of enjoyed that he just went with this fucking mayhem, and yeah. then we got to Lucy Lou, and it was just a couple of lines and then a quick yeah, sort of quick ten. Job done. I didn't have any other. I mean, Jesus, I could talk about that for Biffo inside the with the Crazy Eighty Eight forever. Like it's just there's so much stuff in there that yeah. I just loved. Yeah. Like, I just loved it. Yeah. Um, Did you like the uh, rolling the chick out at the hospital? You can keep your wicked life. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Rolling her out um, down the hill to the hospital, yeah. armless. Yeah. yeah. As I need you to deliver a message. But, yeah, they've got yeah. history, but it just is callous, but it's revenge and like, yeah. just like bad I, I did like that indeed. Yeah. Any other likes, big likes here? Dropping a bit about the daughter being alive is sort of predictable, but yeah, it worked. Mm. I think the way yeah. he sort of, when he delivered it, you know, Carradine was still in the... Sh- in the. You didn't see his face for the whole movie and the, his sort of 
just delivering the, the delivery was consistently good from him. So yeah. I thought that that still kind of delivered. Yeah. Mm. What were the dislikes here? I had very few, as yeah, I said. A the the Lucy Lou death doesn't quite live up, but that's you know minor for me. It was just mm. that the absolute mayhem that went on beforehand yeah. was just overrode everything. I don't know. I, I don't know how I feel about showing showing that she was dead on the list beforehand. I guess he kind of knows that we know yeah. that it's going to happen. So He puts the line in there. There's a line in there. Revenge is never a straight line. Like yeah. It's just, yeah. Yep. So well, I, I appreciated that. Man, that, man. that on levels, right? Guess what he's doing. Like he's crossing but... lines of a list. And you, but yeah, I'm with you. Non-linear we already knew that she was going to die. It kind of took a little bit of the... Because I thought Oren was the character I well, appreciated the it most. Sort of the, made the villain you know, I appreciated the most. It sort of made you... You knew that she was going to get to the end of this movie. But she was going to come out unscathed. You yeah. knew that at the start of the movie. So I don't know. If you hadn't seen the list, perhaps do you get to the fight? You know, probably know she's going to win, but is there some sort of complication that's added? Yeah. You get the start of the movie, you know that's not the case. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I didn't. I didn't necessarily. It wasn't. A, I didn't hate it. it, but it just. Yeah, it was a little bit off. Mm. My only major dislike was that sequence in the hospital. Yeah, I saw no need for that, and I quite frankly found it just disgusting. And I get, I get that these people are disgusting. There, there are disgusting motherfuckers in, you know, working in, yeah, in hospitals. Yep. But what did it bring? Nothing. Well, this is the thing. Except I don't the think vehicle, it added anything to the, the pussy story. wagon. Well, I thought it was just showing that even though she can be unconscious and she's still suffering from yeah, what I know, but Bill's done. It's a control thing, right? She's still considered a piece of meat. You you get that moment where she real she's like come out of consciousness and she's woken up and she's realised that she hasn't got the baby that she thought she had. And um, but isn't that enough? Yeah, yeah. you didn't didn't need it. Like, I, 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 I just was felt like it, everything else was so well done that yeah. that was the one part that was I was kind of like. But then yeah, she goes, really she jumps straight into action mode and she's been unconscious for four yeah. years. Yeah. yeah. She well, can't just, walk, and she's still. It would have been fine if that she Buck the, uh, you know, Buck the nurse comes in. Mm. We didn't have all that other bullshit, yeah. and she attacks him because she wakes up and she takes his car. Like, it didn't matter that the gratuitousness of yeah. what went on probably wouldn't have worked so well because we. I mean, him getting his head jammed in the door, if he was just a random bloke that was working at the hospital, mm. that would have been like, oh, shit, you know, she's a bad person. <laughs> yeah. Doing that. Maybe. Um, but then but you could have gone away I just from that. Don't, I mean, you could. I think you could have got there. The guy's so creative, and you can see that. He could have got there in some other way. You know what you could have done? You still could have had it like that, but just those little flashbacks she sees yeah. of Bud hovering over her. Remember and saying things to her. Mm. So you take out that bullshit about, um, you know, this guy's paying Having me to, to have fuck it, yeah. this. The fucking you know, Vaseline. Yeah, yeah. That part I was just. Oh, like, she gets yeah, to, she gets to try as a box of sand, that. and I'm just like, you know, Tarantino, you're better than this sort of shit. Yeah, come on. So mate. this is the thing. I don't see a Tarantino movie as the place to be exploring those parts of the fucking society. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't. I, 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 I don't think it. It really sort of stands in a stark contrast to all the other shit that he does. Mm. That's my that's my personal feeling on it, but that was pretty much it for me. Mm. 
I did yeah, not I have know. anything I still, else. I, I still find it stupid that she can't walk and then all of a sudden she teaches herself to walk. Yeah, again. that was a little silly. Power of the mind. Yeah. yeah. Pai Mei and his teachings. But yeah, I mean, it all sort of... <laughs> I mean, that's she, ridiculous. She was able to, you know, when we get to the second one and realise she's fucking spent however many years um, standing there punching a board. <laughs> I believe she can do anything, obviously. Yeah. Okay, so no other dislikes from you guys? No, that was uh, it If I was going to be inconspicuously killing somebody in a hospital, I probably wouldn't have a... An eye patch with a red cross or whatever it is. No, no. <laughs> that was uh, strange. Yes. As well. But very, very minor. I yes, loved it. Very minor. That fits. Uh, I actually thought she was probably one of my favourites. And mm. it, that go, kind of goes into the second one. But yeah, the look is so kind of. She's so distinct. pissed off when she gets the phone call yeah. saying, don't yeah. do it. She deserves yeah, yeah. better. It could have all been over. Bad luck. Yep. That is Kill Bill Volume 1. You can find us on Podomatic, iTunes, and Spotify. Send us an email at thrillme at iinet.net.au. We're on Facebook at Thrill Me Podcast Australia and at Podomatic at thrillme.podomatic.com. We're also on Instagram at thrillmepodcastau. Next episode, Kill Bill Volume 2. But until then, take it easy and we'll catch up with everyone later. Cheers. Find the podcast at Podomatic or on iTunes. Don't forget to rate and review. Like us on Facebook at Thrill Me Podcast Australia or contact us at Thrill Me, all one word, all lowercase, at iinet.net.au.